Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Friday, November 20th. Here are election 2020 updates from today's show. President Trump is using the power of his office to try to reverse the results of the election. He is orchestrating a far-reaching pressure campaign to persuade Republican officials in Michigan, Georgia, and elsewhere to overturn the will of the voters in what critics like Mitt Romney call an unprecedented subversion of democracy. After courts rejected Trump's baseless allegations of widespread voter fraud, the president is now trying to remain in power with a wholesale assault on the integrity of the vote by spreading misinformation and trying to persuade loyal Republicans to manipulate the electoral system on his behalf. Trump's focus for the moment is centered on Michigan. He has invited the leaders of Michigan's Republican-controlled state Senate and House to meet with him later today at the White House, ahead of next Monday's state canvassing board meeting to certify results. The president's team says that if they can get the board to deadlock, the legislature could then choose to ignore Joe Biden's popular vote win and seat Trump electors. This is not just legally dubious. It is downright autocratic. Trump is putting our Republican system through a stress test. Biden won Michigan by 150,000 votes. Dave Farenthal, Beth Reinhardt, Elise Vebeck, and Emma Brown report that Trump's Hail Marys are almost certain to fail. If the board of canvassers deadlocks on the decision to certify Michigan's results, Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer could seek to replace its members on the spot, or she could seek a court order requiring the board to certify. In Wisconsin, a recount demanded by the Trump campaign of ballots in the state's two mostly Democratic counties, Dane, home of Madison, and Milwaukee, will begin later today. Biden leads Trump in Wisconsin by 20,600 votes. In Nevada, where Biden is winning by more than 33,000 votes, the Nevada Supreme Court will meet on November 24th to certify statewide results, after which Governor Steve Sisolik, a Democrat, will publicly proclaim Biden the winner. But the following day, a judge in Carson City is scheduled to hear a formal election contest from Trump in which his lawyers argue that Biden's victory should be thrown out and annulled because of widespread fraud in the state. There's literally no evidence at all of any fraud in the state. In Pennsylvania, where Trump lost by 82,000 votes, all counties are required to submit their official results to the state by Monday. The Democratic Secretary of State is then required to certify the results. The leaders of the Republican-controlled state legislature have said they will respect that process, but they're coming under mounting and intense pressure from the Trump White House to try to sabotage the results. In Georgia and Pennsylvania, where Republicans also control the state legislatures, officials said Trump's ploy stands little chance of success. A top advisor to Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, a Republican, said there is zero chance that he would take a phone call right now from the president or any of his advisors. Raffensperger will certify the statewide result later today. The certification then goes to Governor Brian Kemp, another Republican, for his signature. Privately, Trump has been fuming to advisors and saying that he's furious with the governor for not trying to do more to overturn the will of the people of Georgia. But Kemp hasn't said what he's going to do about certifying the results. And in an extraordinary news conference yesterday at the Republican National Committee headquarters, Trump's attorneys claimed without any evidence that there was a centralized conspiracy with roots in Venezuela to rig the election. 
Trump campaign attorney Sidney Powell claimed that the voting systems used in many states, including those manufactured by Dominion Voting Systems, use software created in Venezuela at the direction of Hugo Chavez to, quote, make sure he never lost an election. There's zero evidence to support this theory. Zero. Moreover, the company's products are certified for use in many states that Trump won, including Florida and Utah. In addition, Rudy Giuliani and Powell's claims have been disproved in Georgia, where the state has just finished a hand recount of 5 million paper ballots that affirmed that the Dominion scanners accurately counted every vote. The show by Trump's lawyers disquieted many, including Chris Krebs, the Trump-appointed director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, whom the president fired on Tuesday after he stated publicly that the election was secure. Krebs tweeted that the press conference with Rudy Giuliani and Powell was the most dangerous one hour and 45 minutes of television in American history, and possibly the craziest. But Trump was enthused about the news conference. He urged people to watch it. The event seemed at times farcical, with literally, you can't make this stuff up, streaks of what appeared to be black hair dye mixed with sweat, literally dripping down the sides of Giuliani's face as he spoke. On Capitol Hill, senior Democrats ratcheted up their rhetoric. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer said what Trump is doing, quote, borders on treason. Romney, the 2012 GOP nominee for president, said, quote, it is difficult to imagine a worse, more undemocratic act by any sitting American president. And President-elect Biden's team continues to express confidence that Trump's effort to keep power will fail. White House sources say one of the reasons Trump is so obstinate about refusing to relinquish the presidency is because he's terrified about the prospect of facing criminal prosecution next year. The New York Times reported overnight that two separate fraud investigations in New York State into Trump and his businesses, one criminal and one civil, have expanded recently to include tax write-offs on millions of dollars in dubious consulting fees, some of which appear to have gone to Ivanka Trump. Those inquiries a criminal investigation by the Manhattan District Attorney, Cyrus Vance, and a civil investigation by the state's Attorney General, Letitia James, are being conducted independently of one another. But the Times reports that both offices have issued new rounds of subpoenas to the Trump Organization in recent weeks for records related to the dubious consulting fees. Ivanka Trump tweeted last night that both of these investigations into her fees are, quote, 100% motivated by politics, publicity, and rage. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 every weekday morning wherever you get your podcasts.